Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Steiny will be back next Monday for Steiny. Super Bowl week. Evan in for him, Daryl the Guru Johnson and Goo. You got some you got some exciting news to tell the people about. Got a little functions uh Saturday. Oh, yeah? yeah, February 3rd, Evan at Dick Sporting Good at Ceremony Center in Daly City. I'll be there from 12 to 2 p.m. Come by, hang out, uh, get your 49ers gear, take advantage of all the sales they'll have, and there'll be a special Evan appearance from an NFL player. Stay tuned to find out who it'll be. But in the meantime, you can get all the info on our events page at 957thegame.com. Love that. Yeah, a little secret. You think there's going to be a, a video tribute there? Oh, for particular? Boy. What's, I, the, huh? what's going on in our world? Have we gotten that soft? Kevin Durant ruined <laughs> the Nets. Kind of left on bad terms. Why did he get a video? Do I sound like a hater? He got traded, yeah. Okay, but you, it was all bad. Well, it wasn't all tri- good. That's when you get a tribute, right? Well, so yeah, what, okay. what, what we're talking about uh, is that, last yeah. night. I think <laughs> it was on ABC. In fact, that's why there was so. I ain't used to the five thirty early starts. Yeah, man. so Kevin Durant was making his apparently um, huge return to the Brooklyn, <sighs> to the Brooklyn fans in the Barclays Center because they had a video tribute set up for him. He played well. Technically, he was there for. Three and a half seasons. One year he wasn't playing because of his Achilles. Yeah. But he played essentially two years, and then he got traded his third season out of Brooklyn to Phoenix, where he currently plays. And I think the deepest they ever got in the postseason was the second round. That was that series they lost against Milwaukee. Toe eventually gate. went on. Yeah, yeah exactly. He was on went on to line. win the championship. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't know if it's soft, but I don't get why everyone deserves a video tribute. Yeah. Like the dame in Portland, that was real. If yes. tears came of, of flowing, yes. I get that from anybody and everybody in the arena. But Kevin Durant, I'm like, Nets, get you some business. Try, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. You weren't in the relationship. I, f- I felt like KD cheated them, and you take them back, and you're like, hey, look up there. I, di- I, di- I didn't understand it. I don't want to. I hope I don't sound like an old head, but that one just didn't. That that was odd. Well, it was also weird too because like I'm not a Nets fan. I don't yeah. know many of them, but I also imagine that I don't know one. that wasn't the greatest era in Nets. Ba- like that was that's a an debacle. Era, yeah, you you associate with underachievement. So your video tribute like was the foot on the line. <laughs> 
in the video. That is like you great. just want to remind him of what you almost didn't get. And when does Kyrie get one when he returns to Brooklyn? When does James Harden get one? That my whole point. That was a debacle. When Nash, that was a debacle, man. You think a video tribute for Kyrie? Me. They just show highlights of him jabbing. Yeah, the, the I'm jab. a Kyrie fan. But yeah, he, you know, get yeah. it because he. I'm going to because he didn't get the yeah, jab. No uh, evident for Stoney, Daryl the Guru Johnson. I do want to get to those comments that Jake Hutchinson before the break brought up about Jed York in relation to Kyle Shanahan. But while we got a little bit of time, Goo, I do want to get into something that Steve Kerr talked about yesterday mm-hmm. on Willard and Dibs. Good Because interview. I thought it was, yeah, they always do a fantastic job, mostly on Tuesdays, but of course every single week with head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr here on 95.7 The Game. But he had something to say about the two players that are returning from injury in relation to how the Warriors can either upgrade or potentially do nothing at the trade deadline, and here's what he had to say. I mean, we're not going to find better players than those guys, you know, in a trade. I mean, it's exceedingly rare to make a deal where you can upgrade your talent to, to that level. So um, I'm excited about getting those guys back. Moses, um, too, uh, you know, we, we've been shorthanded uh, these last couple of weeks, but um, all three of those guys can really help us for sure. So GP2 and CP3, they're not going to find better players than that at the trade deadline. I, okay, all right, let me start here. Those I, are his words, good. Yeah, no, no saying. doubt. And I agree, but then, Evan, you pointed out to me during our Warrior discussion yesterday, like, you want everybody back and healthy, but can there be too much of of one thing to where now guys lose time because you're trying to appease everybody else. So the word I was looking at or thinking about when it comes to the Warriors in the deadline February 8th was consolidation. Could you get could you consolidate maybe two or three pieces for that one guy that can you know can do a lot of things a jack of all trades and kind of change your fortune. But when I hear those names and he's right at this juncture, I don't believe there's anybody that's going to fit your or mesh with you guys guys like those two, but Evan, I'm going to be honest, when they are healthy, I am going to wonder if this team starts to get hot before they get back, and we're kind of seeing a little glimpse of it, um, can that like hurt the Warriors that now Kerr has to worry about getting everybody in, and you kind of go away, from, or somebody gets lost in the shuffle, you know, just in the heat of battle, just a thought I have, but uh, for the most part, I do agree with what he's saying. I think that's the case a lot or that's the case for a lot of fans, right? They're concerned of well, how does Steve Kerr bring in these guys? Moody or yeah. or, or doesn't bring in Moody like because he Not was that. kind of out of the rotation before he got hurt. I know that he had a few games in which he contributed, but those games were blowouts. Like Moody's been in and out of the rotation. GP2's a guy that's clearly valued more than him. CP3 obviously. So if Steve Oof. Kerr goes back to being the guy at the podium that's saying, "Well, we have 12 rotation players and we can't play all 12 Man. of them." Which ones get to play? Does that mean that all of a sudden TJD is out of the rotation? Does that mean that Moses Moody comes it back and doesn't Kaminga play again? It won't be Kaminga this time, though. It's not going to be Jonathan <laughs> Kaminga. But this is where I am, I guess, a glass half full about that issue or question, I guess. When and, when and if it happens, they could move, make moves at the deadline. But if your starting five has proven now with Curry Clay... I love it. Kamingo, Wiggins, and Draymond, that they can be the reason why you're winning games, and everyone else gets to fall into line. Yes. I think one of the big reasons why Kerr had such a difficult issue identifying 10 out of the 12 on a given night is because he didn't know what he was getting from his starting five. And if your starting five is going to be a plus more often than a minus, which wasn't the case throughout the first half of the season or the first quarter of the season, well, then those 
decisions I don't think are as glaring. Like Moses Moody not playing isn't as glaring if your starting five is carrying the bulk of the load. It's not as glaring if TJD doesn't get in if you don't have to be involved in close games because your starting five is carrying you. So if this does in fact work and the commitment to this starting five and mainly the front line of Kaminga, Wiggins, and Draymond, if that commitment pays off, I don't know if we have as many questions about the back end of the roster. No, I love it. And I think they would love for the uh, starting five to continue to do that, Evan, because you are right. You think about it, especially, again, and you slowed me down yesterday. Goo is operation, unfortunately, right now, play in, not play off. But, Evan, you know what postseason basketball is about. Uh, rotation shrink. And you kind of wonder, would the Warriors ever get there if if the if that kept up uh the theme of the second unit coming in to kind of save or help the slow start from the starting five, but now all of a sudden it's starting to take off and you're looking at the starting five like, okay, the tone starts with you all, then everything else kind of falls into place. The other part of that too is if you're saying you can't get better players than Jeep in two and CP three, I'm I'm inclined to agree, right? right? You're not gonna be able to flip them and all of a sudden upgrade, but that also sounds to me, Goo, like a trade is not coming. No doubt about it. That's the other big takeaway from this is it doesn't sound like the Warriors are making moves, which is Mm -hmm. weird because a month ago everyone was available on the roster outside of Steph Curry. No doubt about it. And tell me if I'm wrong, if I need glasses. Sometimes I do, Evan. Uh, I read an article, uh, NBC Sports Bay Area, where they were saying maybe the Warriors were inclined to, you know, take some calls on Clay. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen, but it seems quite on the set. And how would you, because there is no bad grade I'm giving Mike Dunleavy, but if we get to February 8th and there's no move, would you be surprised? Because the way that this this season is going, the turbulence, um, the losing, uh, the times this team has looked overmatched, I think a lot of people were like, man, I wonder what Mike's going to do on his first at bat, and it's still kind of still in the dugout. Yeah, well, even going back to Bob Myers last year, I was surprised that they made, like, I didn't think they were going to make a move at the deadline, then ended up, of course, pulling the plug on Wiseman, flipping it for GP2. I don't think there's any player on this roster that the Warriors appear to want to pull the plug on. And I think that's the biggest difference. That's why I wouldn't see them moving. Also because if you were going to try and not tank, but if you were okay with potentially losing games, you don't have a first-round pick this year, so you can't go backwards anyways. So I think that's that factors into this as well, that losing doesn't help you either. The only thing you can do is try and win games. And it looks like they feel like this roster, as currently constructed... Their ceiling is higher via internal improvement no as doubt. opposed to external addition. And I think we're seeing that already. And it's just about now, Evan, uh, can the first starting five continue that traction? Because, again, the game's not played on paper. Um, I've told Steiny, I told you, why can't Kaminga and, uh, and Wiggins coexist? And all of a sudden now Draymond's back. Curry, the game's easier for him. He looks spry. He don't look gassed. And when was the last time you saw Curry on the – even in a loss with that glazed – uh, I'll go Winchell's Donuts, <laughs> that glazed look yeah. in his eye like, oh, brother, you don't see that now. And now I'm starting to see the shimmy and all the little airplane when he's hitting shots <laughs> like uh, Draymond Green. I, I, It was never about you on the court, sir, but you are, you are bringing a lot back. And now it's just about my expectation for this road trip starting tomorrow night, Evan. It starts here, man. My my concern, though, it, you know, we're looking at the team is like, well, once again, you are four games below 500. Damn. My concern is that this team, 
as currently constructed, even with Chris Paul and Moses Moody and GP2, they still have yet to put together a month of plus 500 basketball. So I understand where they're stuck between a rock and a hard place of you can't tank because you don't have a pick. You also don't feel like there's something out there that you can go get that improves your team as opposed to hoping that Wiggins plays better, hoping that you know Kaminga continues to be the effective number two that he's been over the last now several games. Draymond Greens gets back into the fold and glues this thing together. Like I understand there's there's hope in that aspect, but at the same time, you've had three previous months, guys have been in and out, but you've had three prior months to prove that you could play even 500 basketball, and they haven't been able to do that yet. So these next four games are going to be important, or I guess three games, starting Friday and then Saturday against the Hawks, and then Monday against Brooklyn before, of course, the trade deadline comes up. you got to win those games. No doubt. Like, you got to show me that yeah. this is a starting lineup that can win those games, because if Chris Paul comes back, that's good. GP2 comes back, that's good. You might not be able to find players like Kerr saying, but it doesn't matter if you're not winning basketball games. And that's the issue really right now with the team is they've dug themselves such a deep hole now over midway through the year that I wonder if they can pull themselves out of it by just standing pat. Wow, Evan. Good step. We're going to find out, and I'll tell you what, because you've told me at every turn, I can remember uh, MLK Day. There is no Ja Morant for the Memphis Grizzlies, and that's who the Warriors were visiting on that day. And I looked you MLK. and in the de- in the face and was like, get the money under the mattress, the ki- anything, the car, and they lost. And I'm watching Memphis play. What they have left, uh, led by Jaron Jackson Jr., they play hard, but Evan... If what I deem not hot or the Warriors aren't on a win streak, they, 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 the offense is not the problem, it's defense. But if you can't start the road trip off with a win tomorrow night against a team that beat you shorthanded, then I'm going to come in here and let you guys really know how disappointed I am. Yeah, and look, and you got Atlanta the next night. They got a lot of road games coming up. I think they've played seven or eight more home games than road, so that's going to even out. And those aren't always easy games, even if you're playing beatable <sighs> opponents. So the Warriors got a lot to figure out before the deadline. If you think that standing pat is the right move, we're taking your calls up until one thirty, and then of course the crossover one forty-five with Willard and Dibs. But eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. When you hear Steve Kerr saying essentially GP two CP three Moody returning is going to help us more than any player that. We we can go out and get. Are you buying it? Do you think it's the right move? Do you think it's standing pat and just putting your feet in cement? How are you feeling right now before the trade deadline at 888-957-9570? The boys, of course, yesterday also asked Steve Kerr if a trade was unlikely, and here's what he had to say. I think a deal is almost always unlikely, but uh, that doesn't mean a deal won't happen. You know, and that's that's Mike's job anyway. This it's really not um, you know anything that that I concern myself with. Mike will obviously call me and keep, you know keep me in the loop if something's going on. But you know, the the, the fact is, uh, most tra- trade deadlines, um, not much happens. So you just you know try to do the best you can with uh, with with what's happening at that particular time with the team, and that, you know that's what we're doing right now. I think we're getting better. I know we've had two really tough losses this week, but I like the the, the direction our team is trending, and I like the guys who are coming back uh, off of injury. 
I too, I do too, Steve, and I, I believe them, Evan. And at this point, it's kind of funny. I don't have a bunch of names. I feel like what's left right, right out there in regard to changing the the fortune of your team is like a Halloween costume store where you go in the hour before it's about to close and everything's gone or on the <laughs> ground. I'm like, Evan, I don't have any names that I think are realistic to where the Warriors um, – would go pull the trigger, and then the way that Kaminga's playing, which I think is your biggest asset, I just think he's going to remain in a Warrior uniform. And it's funny I bring him up because Stiney, Texas, you know, he was healing, but he asked us on the thread, would you extend Kaminga? And I put, like, there's no, that's a no-doubter. And then you came over, Spadoni came over the top with who gets extended first, Evan? Um, number 11 for the Niners Ayuk. or John Ayuk, Ayuk. or uh, Kaminga? And it was just fascinating, but to me it was a no-brainer because it's Kaminga because as great as uh, Ayuk is, Evan, the Niners are more loaded. They have more groceries in the pantry than I believe the Warriors, and that's why Kaminga is a must, and I believe that will manifest itself. Again, it's about this season, but I just thought about that. Like, I ain't saying the Niners can afford to lose Ayuk, but I, I can make a case. Warriors lose Kaminga. What do you really have for the future? Well, I don't think you'd lose him for nothing. If the Warriors decide they didn't want Kaminga, they would probably try to package him because there's a lot of teams that want him. That said, I don't think that he's going anywhere. Although I'd also push back on the idea that he's untouchable. Like say, mm. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to get traded. Right. But untouchable means no. Like you're not trading him for anybody. Right. If, I get you, right? Go if ahead. If Philadelphia called tomorrow and said, we want to package Joel Embiid oh, and yeah, something oh, that night, returns night. Jonathan Kaminga, yeah. right. I'm sorry. He's packing his bags and heading to the East Coast. Yeah. There's only one untouchable player on the Warriors. And I do believe she should be named an all star tonight, reserve. Well, we'll find I'm, out. I'm getting nervous. Dude, I was going to say, you look, you look a little like you're sweating that Steph's not going to be in the all star game. Because I'm still shocked he ain't the starter. I wasn't ready for that. I understand <laughs> it. But, dude, when you look at the names, I'm like, they're not going to do this to this. And he's on fire. He's playing well. We need it. Pod's in the, uh, what is it, the rookie? I the Rising it. Stars. Yeah, game. I, rookie sophomore game. Dude, that actually, all right. I started looking down the list of Warriors that have made that game. I, it, it didn't make me feel as good as I thought it was about Pods. What? Elaborate if you if you will. <laughs> well, I mean, we can just go down the list. Yeah. Kaminga's been in that game, no doubt. Great honor yep. for him. You know, you always want to be recognized All Star Weekend. Um, and I watched this game. Can I run Michael Mulder by you? Oh, yeah, boy. What about James Wiseman? I understood that one. These are also rising okay. stars, yeah. quote unquote. So. It look, it'll be fun to watch Pods in that game. I'm sure he'll take a bunch of hook shots. <laughs> Hopefully he makes a couple of them. But let's not just sit here and act like he's all of a sudden going to be an all-star. Oh, so. no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I just like you said it's just good to see some of your hopefully future players in that game. That's all. Yeah, we'll see if yeah. he can connect the rest of the rookies yeah. the way that he connects the. No, do you real quick just back to the Niners? Do you see a scenario to where this offense could function? Let's just say they kept Debo and no Ayuk. Are they that loaded in your mind? Because he's a hell of a player. They're still loaded, but I mean, if you're replacing Brandon Ayuk with, say, and God love him, but Ronnie Bell okay, right. or Chris Conley, yeah, something less. Yes, there's a big drop off at that position. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brandon Ayuk's the second team All Pro oh, receiver. Nah, he's, he's those a those, stud, those don't just grow on trees. So if you're asking me who's impo- who's more important, I think that Debo Samuel, to me, from our caller earlier, I think you even said it was Anthony, the tone-setting aspect of Damn. things is much more valuable than, say, Ayuk. But that doesn't mean that he is 
Like, he's a scrub. Yeah. I mean, Ayuk's awesome. Debo to me, so, like, especially in Super so Bowl, there's I a lot it. of plays early on in Super Bowl games that I think are defining or tone setting. You usually associate it, at least I do, with the defensive side of the ball. Like, the play that jumps into my mind Uh-oh. from the 2013 or then 14 Super Bowl between Denver and Seattle. R.I.P. Demarius Thomas. In but New York. Cam Chancellor stuck him across the middle of the field on just a crossing route on that first drive that they had the ball. That, to me, is a tone-setting play defensively from a member of the Legion of Boom saying, this game is not going to be the way that you think it is. And to be able to hit and someone that early ass. in the game, yeah. they did. Debo Samuel, Damn, I think, can do that offensively, whether it's putting his shoulder hopefully not to hurt one, into another defender or making a guy miss. Debo Samuel is a tone-setting type of player. Yeah, no doubt about it. And like you said, you get IU does his thing. All, I mean, they are loaded. They are filthy when it comes to what Brock – and that's what I really believe a lot of the Brock Purdy hate stems from is people – want to now say playing quarterback in the NFL or act like it, Evan, is easy because he has an Ayuk. He has a Swiss Army knife in Debo, George Kittle. I, I Again, I, I can sell you on jealousy because that's what I really think it stems from. But even then, when you start talking about what said quarterback has to work with, I'm like, uh, we never said that with Kurt Warner. He had Marshall Falk. He had everything. Sorry, hold on. No, Bruce. no, keep going. Yeah. And Marshall Falk. So we, it never was amped up to where it's at now. But, I mean, Brock Purdy, you're giving him a Ferrari. And he's driven it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Just like you want it to be driven. And to me, there's credit and kudos to that alone. 
And what makes the Niners' offense so dangerous is because you have playmakers all over the field. Hello! And Brock Purdy knows when and the proper time to give them the football and let them make plays. So that's a credit to him and a skill in and of itself. Uh, before we hit a break here, let's get out to San Francisco right. bring on one of our favorites, Phil Mo Mike. Mike! What's going on, Phil Mo? How you doing, my man? Real estate man. Yeah, real estate, that's right. Insurance. Or insurance, yeah. <laughs> yeah, life insurance for New York life. My man. Yeah, they're going to have me over here. But look, but look I got a question. Oh, man. I got a question. All right. Is, why, why, ask me this. Why do you guys think that Steve Kerr's lease for Pazinski is so long, and how come he didn't give that same lease to Kaminga and Moody? That's the lease. Not to say that the plan time, just the lease. Because when Pazinski seems like he 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 makes mistakes, Kerr don't like reprimand him or just kick him off the game. Can you tell me why? Do you think it's because he a little bit more seasoned than the other two? I'm going to just, can I speak my truth, Evan? And Mike, I love the question because when I was in for Steiny and Evan and Dumas was with me, I had about five or six calls. And I'll be honest, Evan, uh, all different walks of life, races come up, but I know that's not the answer. It just must be confidence that Steve Kerr has in Brandon Pajemski to give him that leash. And I asked Steiny, why wasn't Kaminga's leash that long? Why wasn't Moody's leash that long? So I'll just throw it to you, Evan. Again, I'm not bringing out the race card. I've heard it, but it just must be maybe something Kerr learned from maybe pulling the cord on a Wiseman or pulling the cord too soon on a Moody or uh, Kaminga to where now he has young Brandon and he's giving him more rope. But if I had a dollar for every time I heard this question and different theories, it, it, it's incredible. I think it has to do with context. Okay, so when Kaminga was a rookie... Where were the Warriors? Gotcha. And the, and the, not, yeah. They were on their way to winning a championship. Yeah, 2022. Kaminga hadn't played a whole lot of basketball in his life to that point compared to Pajemski. So that, that's one part of it, I think. Like, if Pods was on that 2021-22 Warriors uh, He wouldn't have been getting minutes? I don't think... He wouldn't be starting okay. and play getting 35 yeah. minutes a game. Now, his, his leash might be longer than what Kaminga's was as a rookie, but I think the other part of it is this. Pajemski is more, I think, at this point in his career compared to where Kaminga and Moody were, he's more of a pass-first player. And he rebounds, Evan. He does. Yeah, well, he checks boxes in okay. other areas. I think he can stay on the floor without scoring more than they could at that point in their career. That doesn't mean that now where Kaminga is is not you know great. And Kaminga is far more impactful than Pajemski is. You just watch the games. Like He can put his imprint on a basketball game more than Pajemski can. But if we're just talking about rookie campaigns, I think it's pretty clear. Like I think Pajemski is more of a connector than Kaminga was. Kaminga was focused on getting into the NBA game. I thought he tried to go one-on-one too yeah. much. Sometimes he got lost on defense. And that's not to say that those things couldn't be corrected, or you can't roll with it. But I just think that Pajemski is is further ahead from a team standpoint as opposed to an individual. Now, standpoint. And that was well said. How about Moody? Well, Moody, Moody only played one thing. year of college, okay. and, and Moody was in a similar spot. So we can continue that yeah. on the other side. And I also want to get to Brian and Walnut yeah. Creek. He wants to talk about Brock Purdy on the other side as well. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the number. Evan Gettings alongside. 
Daryl the Guru Johnson. Stein is going to be back on Monday to begin Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 58. Now just 10 days away between the 49ers and the Chiefs. And a reminder also, what's coming up next on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Merrill West Credit Union. Working for you. Today, tomorrow, together. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Evan and Bristani with Daryl the Guru Johnson. Stein is going to be back on Monday for Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 58 is on the horizon next Sunday. Looking forward to that. Also got into some Warriors here right before the break. But I want to kick off before we get into... Because I got a question for you. It's a random one. But yeah, let's get to the calls. Oh, I love I love yeah. random questions. Before that, let, let's uh, let's clean up the calls here. Brian's out of Walnut Creek. What's going on, Brian? How are you, my man? doing great, guys. How are you? All right. Fantastic. Hey, Guru, I love you. And anytime someone prefaces uh, a statement with, I love you, you know there's a but. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, you, you prefaced this conversation about Wazinski with, I hate to bring up the race card. I hate to bring up the race card, but you did. And it's something that would not have occurred to me. It's something that probably wouldn't occur to most of your listeners, at least I hope not. I think it's a ludicrous comment. I think that uh, justification for him getting the minutes was pretty much spelled out by your partner. The other thing is, guys, I used to call him uh, Guru. You probably remember me calling in uh, as Badger Brian. So okay. I'm no dog in the fight. Bye. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Wisconsin guy. There's my loyalty. But when my Wisconsin teams are not... Uh, conflicted by uh, your guys. I'm pulling for the local teams for my kids' sake. I want to say this. So I listen to sports talk throughout the day all over the country. I only hear this Brock haters thing on this station. Nowhere else. I'm really, as an outsider looking in, I think it's unjustified and uncalled for. There are no Brock haters. There could be Brock doubters. But I think as a Packer fan, he's put that to rest. I would like to see less talk about haters, more talk about maybe doubters at the very worst. With stations I listen to right now, the dialogue is pretty much positive and overwhelmingly positive with Brock Purdy. Please stop referring to anybody as Brock haters. Does that make sense? Leah, let me do that. Let me, because I appreciate you, Badger Brian, and I do remember you. But first, let me give you two things. One, you may be correct, and I wish I could walk in your shoes, but two, turn on the TV. It's not just the radio. It's not just the radio medium that's not giving Brock Purdy his, his credit. It's in print. It's on the TV. It's on the, the all the networks. That's just my experience. And what I need to share with you just real quick here is a black man hosting this show during the holidays with Jason Dumas. I had a lot of other black men call and insinuate that Pods was getting a scholarship, which I didn't agree with. But nor have we ever on 95.7 The Game told somebody they can't share or voice their opinion. So that's why I brought that back up, because I owed it to my brethren to let them know that I didn't think that was the case. Well, having said that, I agree with you. Uh, right, you know, I, I listen, I know I, I've been listening for years, as you know. I know you speak from the heart. I know that you wear your love for your fellow man on your sleeve. There's nobody quite like you on the radio. And to be honest, that's why I listen every day. So well, I, appreciate I just want you, to buddy. be really clear. Yeah. Really, yeah, really clear. I don't sense any Brock haters. By the way, I read 
I'm not boasting. I read three newspapers a day at a minimum. Gotcha. I'm online and all. So I'm pretty well versed. Anyway, thanks, guys. Love Thank the show. you, man. Appreciate it, Brian. Uh, on the Brock Purdy thing, okay, hater, uh, just get out your thesaurus. I mean, whether okay. it's a uh, doubter. Okay. Because um, it's there, right, Evan? I just looked at Grandy like, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. These are things that are just being said by other people. And, of course, we're using them to have, to your point, do a conversation yeah. about the good right. and extracting the positive from people who don't believe or doubt or whatever word you want to use. Because we used it was unfortunate that he's not getting his his propers. Yeah, and I'm also, on on the other part of that too, I'm man enough to admit that that's something like the the racial card, that's something that doesn't cross my mind because of the color of my skin. So I appreciate you bringing out to the No doubt, and when I first heard it... And voicing it it for people that believe that. Thank you, Evan. And I don't believe that to be the case, but it was just, it was apparent. Guys were calling, brothers were like, hey, is some going to know? This guy, and you pulled up his numbers, he's rebounding better than the others. How, did we forget about Lamb and Jerome? They also had a leash uh, from Steve Kerr. So I just didn't believe that to be the case. It's unfortunate, but I felt like I owed it to just keep it real and say what was being insinuated, and we can move on. Yeah, there's things as implicit bias out yeah. there and things that don't affect the way that we generally view the world, not just sports. <laughs> One thing that has intersected the world and sports right. is been Taylor Swift, and you brought this, this up is earlier incredible. today. Okay. Like the idea that <laughs> Kanye West, well, I forget which Grammy Awards it was, but Kanye West bringing up Taylor Swift in front of Beyonce, right? I'm going to yeah. let you finish. Okay, go ahead. But I just want to say that Beyonce had one of the greatest albums of all time. You took this to yeah, place. I, was, I totally forgot yeah, about it. I'm not a Swifty yet, but I, I'm getting <laughs> it. But I thought to myself, oh my goodness, what's happened to Kanye? There's this video going around, Evan. He's in like a Spider-Man mask. Kanye West walking down the street harassing people. You can't even see his face. And I said to myself, Grandy, man, this dude's really taking a turn. Just this dude was brilliant. And then I thought to myself, coming in, parking in the garage, hold on. Was that Kanye that dissed Taylor? And it was, and since that day, their careers have just, I mean, her career was already, but they've gone the other way is all that I'm saying. Kanye, man, you stay taking L's, man. He really does. And unfortunately, I think for a lot of anti-Kansas City fans, look, everyone has wanted, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have wanted to see Taylor Swift is like done away with, get her off my television screen. There's going to be a Super Bowl prop out there. Number of Taylor Swift appearances on the CBS broadcast come Super what Bowl What would you set it at? It, there's going to be a lot. I would say I'm like... I'm going five, Evan. Oh, I was going to think like 14 and a half. Oh, good. Dude, I'm there's going to be... Anytime Travis Kelsey is on the screen, it's going to be followed by <laughs> Go Taylor Niners! Swift. Right, boy! Because she's also going to be in the same box as Brittany Mahomes and the rest of the Mahomes clan. Mr. Um, uh, Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, so when... <laughs> our boy Pat. Yeah, Pat. Former pitcher. Shout Thanks. Out, shout out baseball. But yeah. this is something that's going to be on the screen anytime either of those two players do something well. Like, I guarantee it. <laughs> right. It's going to be pregame. Oh. It's gonna be at half. It might be, dude. They might pan away from Usher to show Taylor Swift if she if she's visibly available. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I just yeah, I just thought of that randomly. Like, oh my god, Evan, you know I do this to Stani. I'm gonna do it for you. And you're younger than Stani, and I know it's days away, but this means something to me. Do you know where you're watching the ball yet? A young gun like you, do you whippersnapper? Do you know where you're watching the game? Oh, I'm today? gonna be out and about. I'm oh, gonna be tearing up the street. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be at the crib. No, that the lab. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be at the crib. Although I, I might have some friends over. 
Uh, or I might go over to a friend's okay. house, TBD. Some hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, it's always fun to share the moment with other people. Like last year, Mark Wilder was kind enough to invite us to his house. And I was nervous about it. It was a great time. Well, you ended up at someone else's house. Oh, at first. boy. Martha Stewart is Snoop. Yeah. What was it? The Michael Irvin jersey? Troy Aikman? I forget which one was walking around Marin. Irvin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Number 88. Uh, and speaking of, we'll get the boys in on the other side. The crossover is what's coming up next on 95.7 The Game. Mark Willard, Dan Dibley. And a reminder to go catch all four hours of Stein and Guru on the free Odyssey app. You can use the rewind feature to go back also to the morning. Really entertaining interview on the morning roast with Bill Romanowski. So go check that out on the free Odyssey app. Twitch and YouTube powered by First NorCal Credit Union. And Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz alongside Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're back with the crossover after this 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 